the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm already starting to laugh because you know what? <laughs> Since we've, we are so past the point of absurdity in this country that, you know, and you know I'm a happy warrior anyway, so there's times. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. And I mean that literally. It is Friday Eve. We're going to continue to bring, bring to you every night of the week here from 6 to 7 p.m. on The Answer San Diego. We're going to bring you dynamite and address. That's me. Busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week here. And you, y'all know I don't hold back. And I appreciate the comments on Facebook where we are streaming live right now, by the way, on The Answer San Diego. I so appreciate you guys every day of the week. Your support means everything to me. Those of you who listen and comment on uh, Facebook, as well as all the emails I get at andreakshow.com, messaging at places like Twitter at andreakshow. I appreciate you guys and your support and especially your encouragement telling me to continue. And I will until they stop me. A good friend of mine in the show, Sandra Kinslow, she did a meme on there about me. And it said, you know, if I ever stopped giving my opinions, check my pulse. I'm like, that's when you know it's time (laughs) to send law enforcement to my place to do a wellness check on me when I stop giving my opinions. And we're going to definitely get into it tonight because we've got lots to talk about with the Dems making their move on the Supreme Court. We've got a Democrat mayor that just really lit a fuse. She talked some gasoline on a rager tonight. We've got to get into that. Uh, So many topics to discuss with you guys tonight, but we didn't even book any guests tonight, Skins and I didn't. We want to hear from you guys if there's anything on your mind that that you want to weigh in on, and it could be the topics that we're talking about here or anything else. Just give us a buzz. 888-344-1170. Sometimes y'all call in and you don't want to actually go on air, so you just tell Skins something you want to say to me. You can do that, but we really prefer that you're, if you're going to call in, that you actually come on air. Tell us what's on your mind. Nothing to be afraid of. Y'all know that uh, I'm going to be cool to you. Unless you decide to go crazy on me, <laughs> like t- talking about Biden being legit elected, something crazy. No, I'm just kidding. Anything you want to say, the phones are open to you, 888-344-1170. He's laughing. He's laughing. But uh, when I said, yeah, say anything you want to say. <laughs> of course, I'm talking about my partner here, my partner in crime, DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman. Yesterday, I met in this very room. With DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. 
And from a time perspective, it's much easier to say, hey, yes. I want to talk to Andrea about That's the border. Right. You go on air. Everybody's right. happy. It, yeah. And we're cool to y'all. Even when people call in and they want to like debate something. You can disagree. Me. It's fine. Yeah, we can disagree. I've never called anybody names. I've had people. We've had to use a, a, the, the delay button because somebody tried to get ugly with me. But anyway, feel free to weigh in. Um, the biggest uh, topic of the day was something that we all expected to happen at some point. Although we really didn't think it, they, it was necessary on the part of the Democrats. And that is um, the question that Joe Biden refused to answer on the campaign trail. Of course, if we actually had journalism today, if we actually had a media that was actually working in the way that our founders intended, which is to be a, a fourth branch of government acting on, on behalf of the people to hold our elected officials accountable and that being a free press, Biden would have been forced to answer the question. It would not have changed the outcome, in my opinion, because you know that I don't believe that this was legit elected. There's a Rasmussen poll out today that said at least 30% of Democrats believe that the election w- was fraudulent. And so it wouldn't have mattered whether or not Biden had answered the question honestly about whether the, the Democrat Party and his administration were going to pack the courts. Um, he, it wouldn't matter if he had been, you know, been forced to answer the question. He would have either lied. He, he was installed in January anyway. And here we are. We knew that they were going to try to pack the courts. Although Skins and I've said many times here on the show, they really didn't need it, to. They still don't need it. They, well, they, they don't. Well, yes and no. And we're going to have to discuss this because they don't need it in the sense of if their plan was to keep America as it exists today. And Correct. It, um, but they do need to pack it if they want to get all of their um, everything that Obama meant when he said that the, the transformation of America begins, if they want to get all of that in place, then absolutely they need they need to, because the only way that they're going to be able to do that is through through, uh, through the Supreme Court and by packing the Supreme Court. So I'm getting ahead of myself in terms of what the end game is. So the Democrats came today. Jerry Nadler waddled to, um, you know, waddled to the microphones because we all know he's just, he looks just like the Joker out of Batman. Right. So he waddled like the like the uh, not the Joker, the Penguin. The evil penguin character. So he waddles like the penguin uh, to the microphones today. Him and I don't even know who else because really they don't they don't need names. Oh, Marky and uh, unveiling a bill. Uh, that they want to expand the Supreme Court by four justices, which would have 13 on the court. Uh, they And the news reports, they want to break the 6-3 conservative majority. There's no 6-3 conservative. We just had John Roberts side with the left in terms of government being able to dictate how you practice your religion inside your home. That should forever put a nail in the coffin of anybody who calls themselves a conservative and any fondness you have for W, George W. Bush. Because George W. Bush hadn't come out and busted Roberts on anything that Roberts has done on the Supreme Court. So that tells you that George W. Bush is happy that John Roberts is as far left as anybody on the court today. Right? <clears throat> so their excuse today is wanting to, to uh, pack the court. As our country has grown, so too should the Supreme Court. So where is it, Skins, that says we, we add to the population, we got to add people to I the court? I didn't think that was ever part no. of the requirements. Yeah, when that happens with Congress and, the you know, you, you need more seats, you, have, you know, represent more people. Not that really. That was never we, something we have for the, the Supreme Court. Not really, because we have the same number of senators in a state regardless of population growth. That's true. There's a, how much of our has our population grown since we've had nine peeps 
on, on the Supreme Court. So that doesn't make any sense. But of course, their justifications never do. But they're masters at word games. He goes on to say 13 justices for 13 circuits is a logical progression. Uh, is that because we've got, you know, circuit. Go- the entire purpose of the Supreme Court is to uphold the Constitution. Quite frankly, you don't need more than three to do that. Really? We don't even need nine to be doing that. It's really simple. And the, the problem is, and, and what you can see going on here is their desire to expand the Supreme Court is based upon their desire to expand its power. And it's never ne- even needed to be expanded to nine. Their power has already grown too large. Right. So they go on to say, and, and by the way, there's been nine justices since 1869. How much has our population grown since then? Um, they, this article, according to Merriam-Webster, court packing is defined as the act uh, or practice of packing a court and especially the United States Supreme Court by increasing the number of judges or justices. So this is the definition of court packing. So then, of course, Nadler, they have to be and Dems are masters at playing a word game. So he comes out and he says, we're not packing the court. We're unpacking it. How very clever. Right. And it is very clever because we got a whole lot of low information voters out there that actually go, yeah, those Republicans have packed it with those evil, you know, originalist, the the constitutional conservatives. There was no packing done by by a Republican president who had the right under the Constitution to nominate whoever he wanted to put on the Supreme Court. Right. That's not court packing. That's fulfilling the Constitution. But see, the left defines anything that 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 goes against their agenda is evil. Right. Um, But I would argue, as we have here, that the Republicans actually didn't pact with anybody. If we act all three of Trump's nominees went against the Constitution, went against the United States of America and allowed the theft of an election to occur, they actually went back on their own precedent. Every nominee, every nominee gets asked before the before the before uh, the Senate judiciary. Do you believe in stare decisis? That means precedent. Well, you know what? They ask that question because they're obsessed. We got the Biden administration right now telling you there's no absolute when it comes to your Second Amendment. Just because it's written in the Constitution and an amendment that's been ratified doesn't mean it's absolute. Meanwhile, they want to think that that murder and slaughter of children in the womb is absolute, even though it ain't written anywhere in the Constitution. But that's supposed to be the power of stare decisis. Well, you know what? Stare decisis was that you could not have anybody outside of a state legislator changing election laws. But that's what the Supreme Court allowed to happen in 2020. And and in doing so, they allowed an illegitimate man to be inaugurated into office. And note that I've never referred to him as the P word since that time. He is illegitimate. So there's not. So under the normal course of events, there wouldn't be any need for the Democrats to do this, but for what their ultimate game plan is. Yeah, they don't want to keep America as it is. There's a much bigger or different version for them. Yeah, we're going to talk about that after the break. Meanwhile, what are we hearing from the Republicans today? We hearing any hysteria from the Republicans saying, hold up, America. Do you have any idea what these creeps plan to do if they get if they add four more with Joe Biden just getting to handpick whoever he wants? Do you have any idea? What this means for America? Let me tell you, A, B, C, D. No. What do we got today? We got Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney, I ain't voting for that. Trump did the worst thing on January 6th that's ever been done by a president. Really? Ever been done by a president? 
Let's talk about Fast and Furious. Let's talk about the IRS weaponizing the IRS to go out to target civilians in this country. Let's talk about an FBI and a DOJ that was targeting citizens for persecution personally, professionally, criminally, financially. You want to talk about Benghazi? Trump holding a rally? Is her idea the worst thing a president's ever done in this country? And her statement today, she won't, she wouldn't support him in 2024. That's what we're getting from the head of the Republican in the House of Representatives. If they are able, what this is about is the ultimate theft of a nation. Because if they're able to take control, this we have three branches of government. And right now, the legislative branch is trying to take over the judicial branch. They have been moving the power to the judicial branch for a long time now. Through a weaponized Department of Justice that went after Michael Flynn, that went after, the, that illegally spied on Americans. That was a far greater scandal than anything that's ever been done. Our courts were weaponized. They lied to a court in order to spy on American citizens and go after them to put them in jail. And now they're looking to, to further expand the role of the courts against American citizens. And ultimately, the plan in doing so will be to steal and forever cement their power over the United States of, of America as the Democrats. This is the ultimate election theft. By we'll never see another conservative in office and head office ever again. Oh, Never. Never. We we might be in the sense of I actually believe and have, and have said before the reason why the Republicans don't give a crap about what happened in 2020 is I believe they're in on it. I believe there's actually backroom deals done by we're going to let you have this district. We're going to let you have this this, you know, congressional seat here. We'll allow that to happen. Ha ha ha. The little rubes won't know any different. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue this discussion. We've got more to talk about, too. Gorsuch has spoken today. You know, I'm never a fan of his. Gorsuch and Sotomayor sitting in a tree. Yeah, we're going to talk about that when we come back. And I would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Uh, glad to have you guys here with me. Before the break, we were talking about uh, SCOTUS and uh, the plans for the Democrats to pack the courts. Of course, Nancy Pelosi came out today and said, well, she was not going to bring this bill to a vote. And many people interpreted that as though she didn't support it. No, 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 no. Hold up now. Nancy Pelosi, don't believe for a second that she wouldn't love to have uh, complete control over the Supreme Court. No, what what she said was is that she wanted this uh, commission of uh, of that was uh, mainly Obama people from the Obama administration. I don't even remember the names. It doesn't matter. They, they, there's some commission that was supposed to spend six months uh, reviewing this, which you know is basically they're going to be you know sitting around smoking cigars and eating caviar and uh, while their staffers you know type up some PowerPoint presentation to present to the American people you know about how uh, this is just there's just too much inequity and you know we need to have we need to have more justices that reflect 
protect, you know, the diversity and, you know, be inclusive and all this kind of critical race theory, you know, nonsense, basically. And then then they'll also have the six months in which they will have the mainstream media out there doing their bidding to help lay the groundwork so that when they do seize this, you will. It's called a con men call it softening the mark. So Nancy Pelosi is smart enough to know that they need the six months of the commission in order to um, have this time to effectively persuade, lay the groundwork and condition the American people to accept it. So that's what that's what's going on with Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Gorsuch, uh, um, Gorsuch has finally spoken. He and his good friend, his uh, ride or die, Sotomayor, went out. Did you hear about this, Skins? I didn't hear about this. Oh, no. yeah. They went and gave a speech in which both of them talked. I don't know where they were. I don't really care. Um, you know, this is this is just so classic, right, of what happens with the swamp, right? It doesn't matter what, how constitutionally conservative somebody supposedly is. They get inside that beltway, and it is like, you know, the uh, was there a movie, Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Yes, there was. Right? Yeah. You're get, you, I, I can tell that's what you were thinking of. Uh, you know, it's like somehow the Democrats, these these libtards within that beltway have just such a capacity to suck the life and the brains out of somebody. So he's out with Sotomayor and they're talking about how this the great and he's a, a supposed constitutional conservative saying that the greatest threat to democracy, our democracy is at stake. Hello, man. Did you miss the day in which they taught the fact that we're a republic and we're not a democracy in this country? Did you miss that day in law school in which they taught that? He said that the greatest threat to our democracy, potato skins, was basically retweeting, quote, disinformation. Wow. Um, Okay, who who gets to decide? You read the Constitution, right? Who gets to decide? isn't, Isn't our First Amendment protecting against somebody deciding what is good information and what is disinformation? Maybe he missed that day. They taught law in law school, too. You got to be kidding me, man. And we read this article today on the day that James O'Keefe got shut down off of Twitter. Gee, what a coincidence that James O'Keefe suddenly gets shut off of Twitter after he's been exploding what CNN has admitted to. They admitted that they are a propaganda outlet bragging on camera. There's audio. Oh, yeah. Audio that they affected the outcome of an election. Talked about why they targeted Matt Gates because he's a conservative that could hold up a lot of their agenda. And their whole purpose was to get Trump out of office. Yeah. There was even another statement that they made today. Let, let, me, let me pull it up here. I should have had it up. Um, they admitted, and this is important, when we have everything that's going on with the Chauvin trial, with the Dante Wright murder, today we've got the Chicago mayor making the decision right now while we have a riot going on And we're about to have closing arguments begin Monday. And I'm going to give you guys an update on the Chauvin trial in a moment. The mayor of Chicago decided to release a tape today showing a 13-year-old being killed by cops. Talk about, don't tell. And then she's like, "I, I want to issue a plea for restraint. Oh, no, lady. You just, you just threw a bit, you just, you know, took a flamethrower to, you know, uh, and threw, uh, you emptied a bucket of gasoline onto a fire and then threw a flame, uh, launched a flamethrower. Y'all know what I'm trying to say here. I'm sounding like Biden. But I'm disgusted. I don't want to see some 13-year-old killed by a cop. It doesn't need to be shown. Doesn't need to be shown. Talk about inflammatory, exploiting a 13-year-old's death. Right now, that was intentionally done 
to inflame race relations. So you got that going on. And and the CNN director, getting back to what happened with James O'Keefe, CNN director admits that the only focus on the race of criminals when they are white, um, they only focus on the race of criminals when they are right, white, and they cover up when black assailants attack Asians. Boom. That's what we've been saying. That's what we've been saying. We've got riots going on right now in part because we've got media that continues to fan the flames with lies like if you're black, you're far more likely to be shot by a cop. We had, I think in the last year, we had over about 50 something white people shot by cops and 33 and maybe dead and 33 black people. And Elder's been talking about a lot of stats where it's black on black, where whites aren't even involved. Right. But when we're talking about cops. You are far more. Here is the facts. You are far more likely to be killed and or shot by a cop if you are white. That is the facts. And we may not be having riots right now if we had the facts presented to the American people. You want to talk about disinformation, Gorsuch? If you're going to come out and talk about disinformation, you should be talking about the four years in which the mainstream media lied to the American people. CNN lied. The commie news network that's admitting on camera they're propagandists. Talk about the disinformation of the lies that President Trump and his and his organization were Putin's puppets. You should be talking about disinformation, the lies that were given to the courts, the FISA courts. Somebody's already pled to that in order to illegally surveil. You should be talking about the, the denial of people's First Amendment rights going on. We had a president of the United States that has been shut out and not allowed to speak. His Twitter account, he was told he couldn't block anybody on Twitter because as the president of the United States, he was obligated to to allow other people's speech to be heard. But now he's he's completely denied Twitter. People have been deplatformed. They've been harmed financially by these big tech. But you're coming out and talking about the danger of somebody retweeting disinformation. Let me getting back, though, uh, to the role and what the Democrats game plan is for SCOTUS. Is you think about you think about the permanent change that they want to make to this country. This is not about um, the reason why we had said why would they need to pack the courts? Right? They've they've already got all these. We've you know Trump's nominees are complete disappointments. Amy Coney Barrett's a complete failure. She said that that Gavin Newsom has the right to tell you whether or not you can sing in church. She's dead to me. Her as track record is not good. N- not good at all. So why would they want to? The, you know, they've already they've already got people doing their bidding. They've already got they've already gotten election fraud given a stamp of approval by this court. They've already got you know uh, dictatorial uh, government mandates that are unconstitutional that have been rubber stamped by this court. So you know what else would they want? Well, let's talk about it. What they want is to the, the denial of your gun control rights. They want to legislate and have it rubber stamped by the Supreme Court that they can take your guns away from you. They want to deny you your religious freedoms. They want to control every aspect of your life. You look at what's going on with this coronavirus, where they want to be able to mandate that you be injected with whatever whatever substance they want, the vaccine. They want to be able to control your business. You look at everything that's been done in the state of California that's communist. The seizures of private business, the inter, the interdiction getting between contracts to be able to to, to tell uh, landlords whether or not they can they can um, evict somebody. They want to be able to control you as a parent. If they want the schools to be to be basically the parents, 
and they want it they want parents to not be allowed to intercede if a school wants to put it, put a, a 5-year-old on a track to transgenderism they basically they they want anything that's related to um communism they want legislated and they want it backed up legislated through the supreme court because going back to stare decisis once it's stamped by the supreme court then it's precedent and it cannot be overturned they want to federalize our elections which will give the democrats complete power they want um to have us be a global economy they want to be able to to seize the means of production and they've been able that's many people have argued with me and said, well, look, Andrea, it's not really communism or Marxism if they don't have the pink slip. And I've said they which is to own the means of production. They own the means of production when they can control, when they can tell you when your business is allowed to be open, when they can tell you who you're allowed to hire, when they can tell you what you have to pay somebody, when they can tell you that you have to hire somebody that doesn't match your culture. When they can, when when they can control every aspect of your business, they own the means of production. And once they get every aspect of Marxism done through the through the Supreme Court, we're done. So Nancy Pelosi, they want to take six months working on how they're going to implement it. They want to get rid of the filibuster. So that they can get HR one done, which is federalizing the elections. Once they get that done and they get they they've packed the court, we're done. I don't want to hear any more about twenty twenty two. Oh, there's gonna be a red wave. Red wave how? You don't control the elections, uh, uh making them a, a, a fair election. It does not matter who you run. We're hearing in California. Look, look where we're at. We have we have a permanent Democrat control. Oh, well, we've got we've got this congressional seat here and that one here. We, do we have any power in California in this state? <laughs> what? We ain't got any power in the state. The Republican Party, it's all an illusion. It's theater. It doesn't matter if you have an. And by the way, it doesn't it wouldn't matter to me. They may even decide at some point there may even be another Republican uh, president. But if it's the likes of a Romney, what what have we gotten? We've been saying I have been saying for decades now, it's not a win just to have an R after somebody's name. And you can note that the Republican Party is is worthless when on the day in which they and the Democrats announced that they want to steal the power to steal the election by stealing the Supreme Court. To rubber stamp their Marxist agenda that the top Republican in the House of Representatives is her complaint is against Trump, not against the Democrats. That's another reason why they're going after DeSantis, just in case there is a chance that, you know, there, there is a fair election. They don't want him to have a, any ch- type of a chance. Well, if they get control of the Supreme Court, oh, then matter. they will, it will. Then they will have control. Then then we will not have governors with power anymore. They will cut. They will cut the DeSantis's off at the knees. One of the things that he did well. When this is one reason why they want to federalize uh, the elections, because you got a governor like DeSantis who who preserved election integrity in his state, so they got to federalize it. And once they do, we're done. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got more to talk about. There's a there's a little known part of the jobs bill that nobody's talking about. Somebody posted it to me and sent it to me and said, you got to be talking about this because um, this is this is coming to a neighborhood near you and nobody's talking about it. So we're going to when we come back. 
Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I don't know about y'all, but I was just looking at something that looked really yummy. Some brunch fried chicken pancake tacos. Yeah, you heard me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, that may not sound as good as it looked just now on Instagram. Your thoughts, Skins? Uh, I'm just trying to piece it together in my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pancake is the taco shell. Then you got some scrambled eggs, some fried chicken, cheese, and some sauce. I can definitely do that because I do breakfast tacos like when I go to Denny's, but I just put hash browns instead of the fried well, chicken. Well, there you go. All right. Um... Yeah, see, that's what I do every break. I sit and look at my food videos because I obsess about food. Before the break, and we're going to move on from this uh, in a moment, uh, we were talking about the Supreme Court. Here's how you don't push back against an attempt an attempt to completely hijack the United States of America for your power through the Supreme Court is with a response by Senator Cotton. The Supreme Court will lose all legitimacy if expanded. I've been more I, I I've been more passionate playing a, playing a card game hand to foot than than this response with somebody with somebody trying to cheat because you, you know I got some cheaters probably in the how family, the right? thought was going on in their head too right um, you know he goes on to say that the Democrats have a very bad habit of trying to intimidate the court it's this what does this have to do with it this is why we lose right. This is this is where we're at. Why where we're at in this country? True conservatives play nice. And you look, when you look about how the Democrats how they use their power when they've got it, they push their agenda all day, every day, every day, three hundred sixty-five five days a year. Back when I used to have Ron Nearing on my show, back when he said something outrageous after Candy Crowley, we didn't have a problem with the media. I was like, why? I talked about that. I said we don't push our agenda all day, every day. We, you know, he goes, well, it's not an election year. I'm like, because I'm like, why are we not? You know, we need as a party to decide what is our platform? What do we stand for? And push that all day, every day, anywhere, everywhere. Well, you know, we got time before the election. That's the problem. They push their agenda. And then anybody that runs for office gets pushed to support that agenda. And they stick together. They don't do this crap like Liz Cheney is doing right now. They're about their agenda. There's so much squabbling amongst ourselves. Right. It's and what and and because we don't have any agenda, it's all, then, then we get people, you know, crap weasels like Mitt Romney shoved on us. The majority here's an article by Red State today. Majority of voters say preventing fraud in elections is more important than making voting easier. The Republicans, conservatives, we have the majority of Americans on our side when it comes to elections, when it comes to the border, when it comes to uh, when it comes to our economy and these COVID restrictions. Speak up and get the message out. Get the message out and actually do something to stop this crap. Every time I see a Republican, I see some video going around showing some Republican talking tough on the floor and he's got a mask on. I want to jab myself in the eyeball with a pen. So there was a big dust up today. Jim Jordan today. He's got Fauci in front of him. He's like, okay, so a year ago you said 14 days to flatten the curve, right? We now a year later. When are Americans going to get their freedom back? Fauci. Oh, well, you know, we we got to see, you know, where we're at with the threat of this the virus. Jim Jordan is like, give me a number. I want to know the metrics. How are you going to determine when this is going to be over? And he had no answer. 
course he doesn't. Because they have no plan for it to be over. That should be a that should that should be very clear to you now. That this was that the virus is real, but the response has been absolutely nothing but a commie power grab built on lies. Lie after lie after lie. I said from the beginning, give me the number of of the acceptable deaths because the United States of America cannot stop you from getting sick and dying. That's absurd. People are going to die. They die every year from the flu. They die from car deaths. 99% plus survival rate. Right. So we talked about all the lies. We talked about Dr. Michael Yaden, former vice president of Pfizer, spent about 30-something years there dealing with what? Respiratory diseases. He then left, started a company that was purchased uh, by... um, I can't remember the name of the, the, the well-known company that paid $335 million for him. Man's got the goods, right? And he said, ask yourself why your government has been lying to you every step of the way. The biggest lie was the asymptomatic spread. That was the, one of the ways they were able to keep people inside and get people to be dopey enough to buy into the masks and distancing. Then they dangle the vaccine out there, right? And then he says the big one is the variants. They're going to be able to get you with the variants, because then that's going to keep you hooked that with the variants, then we got to do these boosters, right? We got to do these boosters. So, oh, you already got that vaccine. Oh, you, you still got COVID. You still got a mask. You still got a distance. Well, wait till the variants come. And he explained in detail that this, just like asymptomatic spread, the variants are a lie because it only varies about 0.03% at the most. It's like your best friend going, you know, and getting microblading on her eyebrows. You're still going to recognize your best friend, Right. Your body's going to recognize the variants, but that's going to be the excuse for them to continue to control you. What did we hear today? I reported that last week. Moderna came out today and said, and, and I think Pfizer did too. Guess what? Boosters are coming and you're going to need a booster every year. Now you're going to have to be under the control constantly of the government, monitoring where you are with the app on your phone. Also notice that not just next year, every year, every year. Oh, you haven't gotten your booster? You're 14 days from getting your booster. You're not going to be allowed to grocery shop. Complete control over your lives. And this will be, if they get, and if the Democrats get, get control of the Supreme Court, this is the kind of thing that would be made law across the country and nobody will be able to, will be able to do anything or about it. Or you stay it. in your home and never leave. Exactly. Right. So um, he so, of course, so then when Jim Jordan can't get, uh, Fauci can't give an answer because it's clear that this is never going to be over. They're never going to release the grip. Maxine Waters starts telling Jim Jordan to shut up. So then Fauci was never forced to answer the question that they have no metrics. There's no number. And if you actually believe that this is about your health instead of control, I, 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 I can't. At this point, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. But, you know, if you want to get vaccinated, I've never stopped anybody from being, you know, I don't try to convince anybody to not get vaccinated. You, you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. But if you still buy into this, you, can, you cannot explain to me why I have to be vaccinated. The CDC came out today and said, stop worrying. I know there's reports coming out today counting up the number of people that still got Rona after the vaccine. How many people have died from it? We know uh, another announcement today, J and, the J&J vaccine, which is also the same as AstraZeneca, will be uh, still on pause for seven to 10 days. But here's the good news. There's a 95% efficacy rate. 
Well, it, no matter what your age group is, you got a 99% chance of beating the virus with your own immunity. No matter what. No matter what. Why would you risk a vaccine and its reactions, blood clots, fertility issues, all kinds of vaccines, possible death, to have less of a chance of beating a virus than your own current immune system. Does that make sense to you? If it doesn't make sense, it's not true. It doesn't make sense if this is about your health. It can only make sense. It's like Dr. Yaden said. There's no benign explanation for the lies. There's no benign explanation for why Fauci cannot give you an answer if he's such an expert on this. As it to when should we take can him get, two seconds. It should take him two seconds. It's because there is no plan for you to be free. In answer to Jim Jordan's questions, when, question, when will the American people get their freedoms back? When they take it back. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to update you guys on the Chauvin trial. Some people are wondering if we might have a mistrial. We'll explain. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. A little update on the Chauvin trial. Some people were saying that it might be a, a mistrial in the making. Here's what happened. So the defense rested to Today, and the prosecutors decided to bring back a rebuttal witness um, regarding oxygen levels in um, George Floyd's body. And in the course of doing so, the prosecution wanted to introduce new evidence. They wanted to introduce a, a test that was done, I think, it, you know, in the hospital that was never presented. And it was and they wanted to present it today, which you can't do. You can't introduce new evidence. I'm not even a comma J.D. And I know you don't get to reintroduce. You don't get to introduce new evidence after the defense is rested. So the judge is like, okay, you can you can, you know, rebut what the defense, you know, testimony was. But you cannot introduce this new evidence. Right. Even, you know, because it would be presidential. And I think the words he used, even if it's not due to bad faith, you just you cannot reintroduce this evidence. So the prosecutors put their guy on the stand and through the course of questioning, the witness references the test that the judge told him he's not allowed to mention. There was, so they stopped it. The judge just struck it from the record. But of course, that's too late. Right. Which is exactly why the prosecutors did it. They wanted to get that out there, and there ended up, I guess, being a meeting in camera, which is in the judge's chambers to discuss, and some people think there might be a mistrial. I don't think there's there's going to be a mistrial. I think that, that I think that um, this is just the, the, the goose is cooked here. Many people are saying that there is more than enough reasonable doubt, and let me tell you why. Because there uh, was a test, a carbon monoxide test, that showed that George Floyd's blood oxygen saturation level was 98% percent that he was above normal in his oxygen levels in his blood so you can't how do you say that somebody was basically choked out and asphyxiated 
when their oxygen levels in their blood are at a normal level. So that's consistent with other defense witnesses that have said that he actually had his knee on his back. It wasn't on his neck that they had you know, reports that said he died of a drug overdose. I didn't listen to every aspect of the trial, but there's a meme going around that says if the oxygen is low and it's showing Johnny Cochran, if the oxygen is low, you must let him go. So I, if this evidence, what I'm reading today, that's reasonable doubt for me. I could not convict somebody for murder with this evidence here. But I don't have an emotional dog in the hunt, right? I, 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 don't, I, I don't have it. I'm looking at the evidence because I don't have an emotional attachment to George Floyd. I'm, I, I don't have an emotional attachment to his skin color, which is what all this is about. You know, I don't have an emotional attachment to Chauvin. I don't know him. From everything I know, the guy was a creep going around and, and he should have been yanked out of, out of uniform a long time ago, but he wasn't because who was running the city? Democrats. Who was the police chief there? Democrats. Y'all got a problem with Chauvin and his history there. Take it up with the Democrats, right? I don't have a dog in the hunt, but I can tell you this is reasonable doubt to me. How do you hear it, Skins? Same. Right? Same. Right? And you should want the government to be forced to absolutely prove their case. Because but for that, you could be Michael Flynn, right? You could be George Papadopoulos. You could be somebody railroaded by the government. I agree with you. I don't think there's going to be a mistrial either. And I tell you, one piece of evidence we have not heard is that anything that went on had anything at all to do with George Floyd's skin color. Same thing with Dante Wright. We know that that was an accident. We know that the woman reached for her taser instead of her gun. That, you know, so to, so to characterize that as an execution, as somebody did today said on Instagram, no. What some people are saying is that George Floyd will be found guilty because they're going to use the 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 uh, the um, metric of but for the knee on him, he would be alive today. Well, but for the fact that George Floyd committed a crime, he would be alive today. But for the fact that George Floyd ingested a whole lot of drugs and had a deathly lethal level of fentanyl in his system, he would be alive today. Well, it's like you and I always talk about on the show. There's not enough talk about people need to stop resisting arrest, period. But for the fact that he resisted arrest, he'd be alive today. Somebody said, well, you know, people panic and they flee. Well, that, that yeah, they do. And that's a choice that they're making for themselves. He made choices. I said this about Dante Wright today. He made choices like trying to strangle a woman in the course of an armed robbery, which is what the warrant was for. He made a choice to live his life a certain way. He made a choice to resist arrest. You can't, I can, I refuse to ignore that part of the story. And the intention, the, the intentional refusal to acknowledge how these men have contributed to their own death is a problem right now. We've got, we've got businesses and, you know, riots going on in the streets. I mean, we had how many months and months and months of businesses being burned and, and, and destructions of entire neighborhoods because of a refusal to acknowledge somebody's contribution to their own death. If you, I will say it again. If the Black Lives Matter movement really cared about black lives and actually believed the cops were targeting black people, which the stats do not prove, then they would be telling young black men, look, don't resist arrest. We have tons of money, even left over after our leader went and bought four, you know, four homes for $4 million. We got enough left over to, to defend you in court if you have been wrongfully arrested and wrongfully accused. But your life is more important. Don't flee. 
And they're not saying that. Now, I had a story I wanted to bring to you guys. It's a part of um, Biden's jobs plan, but it just didn't seem as important as some of these other topics of, of the day. Tomorrow's Friday. We'll get into that tomorrow. Bob Walters will be here with his weekly education segment. We'll have Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week, and hopefully you'll join us then. Love you all. Peace out. Peace out.